Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Um, To title the message today, it's titled Down But Not Destroyed. Down But Not Destroyed. Um, You know, when when studying the Word of God and and praying about what the Lord would want to say to our church uh, as we gather, whether it be a Sunday or a Wednesday or for that matter, any time, my heart is, God, what do you want to say to the people? And, and sometimes the Lord speaks to you and he may be giving you a word for yourself. It may not be for the church. And then he may be speaking to you and it may be something that the church needs to hear. And, and to me, that's you know, the weight of trying to hear and get direction from, from God on and what he's saying. And you know, today, to be honest with you, I, I've not had a lot of clarity um, but I will tell you this I don't know if it, this is for me or it's for you but I know God's put it on my heart and so the title is down but not destroyed so I want you to take your Bibles out whether you have a, a real Bible or you have a Bible on your phone whatever you have and I want you to take your Bible and I want you to look up uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians. If you don't know where 2 Corinthians is, it comes after 1 Corinthians. I hope that helps. In the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'm going to read to you verses 7 through 9, and I'm actually going to camp out there in 2 Corinthians for a while in different places, but... You, you just find 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 9. And while you're, while you're looking and getting to that place, um, let me just give you a little bit of uh, background there, a little bit of context to what I'm about to share with you. Down, but not destroyed. Now, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul, who was a, a follower of Christ, you remember he had an encounter with the Lord on the road to Damascus. His life was transformed God uh, called him and he began to serve the Lord he didn't have the greatest background as far as the church would say because he persecuted the church but uh, even so God called him and changed his life and under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit the Apostle Paul here in this letter to the Corinthians he reminds the church don't, don't miss this he reminds the church that our bodies are like uh clay vessels, clay jars. It depends on what translation you read. That our bodies are like clay jars. Uh, Some translations say even fragile. Our bodies are fragile, clay jars. And Paul, in this letter, he is expressing to the church how, how weak our bodies can be. That he compares it to a clay vessel that is fragile, and he's saying that our bodies can be weak. Does anybody ever know that your body can be weak? And Paul was expressing to the church that our, that our, 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 our bodies can be weak, but then he reminds the church in that same passage that in our weakness, 
that we also contain a great power that comes from God and not from ourselves. That you're, you're a clay vessel, you're a fragile clay vessel, clay jar, and, and your body your body breaks down. In fact, if you were to keep reading, Paul says that outwardly the body begins to waste away. We become weak, we become weak, but in our weakness, there, there, we contain a great power that comes from God and not from ourselves. And then Paul, he, he gives these examples of God's great power working through his weaknesses. And this is where we come to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 through 9. Let me read it to you. I'm reading out of the New International Version, NIV. And this is what Paul says. Think about it now. Weakness and then power. Weakness and then power. God's power. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Here we go. Weakness and God's power. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. And here we go. Struck down, but not destroyed. Paul is giving you an example here of the, the fragile clay jar and what you're going through, the weaknesses, but he's also showing you the power of God at work. Hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed by the power of God perplexed but not in despair by the power of God persecuted but not abandoned because my God is with me struck down but not destroyed by the power of God let me tell you something this morning that you already know you will get struck down in life you will get struck down in life in fact if you were to take the, uh, uh, a Bible dictionary and study that word struck down. Struck down, that actually means to be thrown down with force. To be thrown down with force. Not, not like somebody just picked you up and dropped you, but like someone picked you up and they body slammed you. They throwed you down with force. That's what the word struck down means, to be thrown down with force. And I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter to me who you are we all get thrown down at times in life. We all get struck down at times in life. The Apostle Paul, I mean, think about it. He was chosen by God. He was called by God. He was used mightily by God. But guess what? He found himself time and time again, he was being struck down, struck down in life. Sometimes he was struck down by the enemy. Sometimes he was just struck down because we live in a sin-broken world. But he was struck down. And our enemy, our enemy will come and he will try to throw you down with force. Life will throw you down. The enemy will throw you down. The enemy will come at you and he'll try to throw you down with force, with, with discouragement and depression. He'll try to throw you down with anxiety and fear. He'll try to hit you with sickness. He'll try to throw you down with tragedy and trauma. He'll try to throw you down with force, with chaos and confusion. The enemy is working overtime to throw you down with one hope in his mind and that is to destroy you and friend you better hear me and hear me clearly he is real he is real and Paul knew he was real 
And Paul experienced these throwdowns in his life. Now, when I say throwdown, some of y'all get happy like we're going to go have a throwdown. But that's not the kind of throwdown I'm talking about. He was thrown down by the enemy, and he gives a whole list. If you keep reading in 2 Corinthians and go to chapter 11, uh, verse 23 through 27, I don't have time to uh, read the whole passages to you, but I'll just highlight these are some of the throwdowns that Paul faced in his life. He was put in prison unjustly. He was beaten severely. This man, Paul, was... This, this, when I read this, it just jumped out to me and just got into my heart that Paul said that, that he was struck down in life, and one of the reasons he was struck down is because he faced death again and again. He faced death again and again. And he was struck down by that, and he was also shipwrecked, and he faced great danger from different directions of his life. And another thing that the enemy would do to strike Paul down, to throw him down, was he couldn't sleep. He says, I couldn't sleep. He was hungry, and he's thirsty. He was cold, and he was naked. And Paul was misunderstood. Paul had been struck down in life. And, and the Bible, the Bible is full of people who have been struck down in life who've been thrown down by, the, by situations, by circumstances, by the enemy. Many of you that are here on campus this morning and many of you that are watching through our, uh, our live stream, you've been struck down in life. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Just, uh, you hadn't just been dropped, but it seemed like somebody picked you up and slammed you. There was a force to it that, that knocked the wind out of your sails. Can I tell you this morning that the Bartlett family, they've been thrown down. Our church family has been thrown down. Our, our, our conference has been thrown down. Our community has been thrown down. Monday, Monday morning, August 21st, a few minutes after 7 o'clock in the morning when Pastor Doug suddenly died, many people were thrown down with a force that knocked the wind out of their sails. We've all been hit. We've all been struck down. We've all been thrown down with force. I know I have, and I'm sure you could wave your hand and say, you know what, I've felt that force take me down before. I've been knocked down. I've been struck down. And I wonder if, like you, you maybe were feeling the same way I was feeling. Because of the, the, the way you were struck down, Maybe you felt like and appeared like that, that your faith was over. Maybe because of the strike down and the throwdown in your life, maybe, you, maybe it appeared like the battle that you were in now was not even worth fighting for and, and you felt lost and you felt confused. Maybe you have felt that way when you've been thrown down in life by, by the enemy. But when you feel that way, and I can tell you right now, that one thing that kept coming to me is when you're thrown down and you feel like the battle's over and you feel like you want to give up and to be honest with you when, when you're thrown down and you don't know what to think all you can say is but God but God but God but God has been there God has helped God has worked and somebody shared this powerful statement with me um, just a few days ago and I know it sounds so simple, but for whatever reason, it has just grabbed a hold of my heart. And the person said these words, says, listen, 
be aware of the enemy but always be amazed at God be aware of the enemy but always be amazed at God let me say it again be aware of the enemy be aware of the enemy be aware of the enemy but always be amazed with God and the devil listen here's what the devil's going to do the devil is going to throw things your way he's going to strike you in your life because he wants to flip that focus where you think that he needs to be the one that is amazed and you're just aware that there is a God but all you can do is focus on Satan and that's what he wants he wants to flip flop your perspective but we say today in the name of Jesus that I'm aware there's an enemy but my God is amazing my God is amazing Hallelujah. I'm amazed at God. I, I truly am. I'm amazed at God. I'm amazed at God in the way that he has sustained us as a family, as a church through all this. I'm amazed at God at the peace that surpasses all understanding. Even in the middle of tears, there's still a peace that God gives. I'm amazed today at his presence and his power that is at work in us and through us. I'm amazed at God that he has, uh, has helped us and picked us up so we can keep moving forward for the glory of God. Our God is a amazing our God is amazing hallelujah has God ever amazed you he's amazing me right now <laughs> people in God's house today you're amazed at God grateful to God that he's helped you get back up from a, uh, a hit that you took in your life I'm amazed at God I'm amazed at God because in my brokenness, the God of all comfort is helping me to get back up. I, I'm amazed at God that in my weakness right now, the power of God is helping our family get back up. He's helping this church family get back up. I'm amazed that with the Lord's help, I'm still fighting the good fight. I'm amazed at God that with his help, we're still running the race. I'm amazed at God that we're still in here today and we're still praising him. He hadn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, forevermore. He's the same. We're praising him. We're giving him the glory. I'm amazed that we're still praising him. Listen, we were struck down, no joke, struck down, but only by God's grace. We are not destroyed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I want to go ahead and put the devil on notice right now by the power and authority that is in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, we might have been struck down, but we are not destroyed. We are not going nowhere. We're going to keep seeing souls saved. We're going to see lives changed all for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Devil, get out of here. Get out of here in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He's a liar. He is a liar. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, praise him, praise him. Praise the Jesus. You're amazing, Jesus. You're amazing, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I say it right now. Come hell, high water, come every demon. We're not going back down. We're going to keep moving forward. Jesus is building his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Hey, 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 come on. Listen to me. Glory to God. Glory to God. Go ahead. You can sit down. 
you might get back up in a minute. You know why? Because God's not finished with me. And God's not finished with you. And God's not finished with this church. Listen, I, I, I am not surprised. The Bible says, know the schemes of the enemy. He's out to steal and to kill and destroy. And I will tell you, as long as we walk in the will of God for the glory of God, we can expect there to be a target on our back. But you know what? We're going to keep pressing on. We're going to keep going forward with the help of the Lord, with the strength of the Lord, with the, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So God help us. I say this right here. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And if he is for us, who can be against us? And we're going to stand in his power. Now listen, I'm getting ahead of myself right here, but we're not standing in our own strength. We're standing in the strength that only God can give. Because I wouldn't be standing before you today if it weren't for God. And I'm not going to stand before you today and try to pretend like, man, Pastor Jeff, he's got it all together now. I need your prayers. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not hurt because I am hurt. And I know you all are hurt. My, my heart has been hurt and it's been hit and it's, it's a, a deep hurt. And not only has my heart been hit, but my head has been hit. And I know many of you have felt the same hit in your life and everything that we've been walking through. So I'm not going to pretend like everything's just wonderful. And I actually think about Paul and I think, I wonder if Paul ever had the questions that we've probably had over these last few weeks or maybe some of you've had through some of the seasons that you've walked through. I wonder if Paul was ever like the psalmist and he was asking, why, Lord? Or where were you, Lord? I wonder if he ever had a, a, a question or a feeling like the prophet Elijah who was tucked away in a cave who said, I want to die. And then he, and the Lord said, why are you here? And he says, well, he gave a lot of reasons why he was there, but he says, I've had about all I can take. How many of you ever had that feeling before? I've had about all I can take. I wonder if Paul ever felt that way. I, I wonder if Paul ever questioned God. I wonder if Paul was ever struck down with guilt and anger and anxiety and fear. I wonder if Paul ever thought about giving up and quitting. I wonder. I don't know from the scriptures if Paul had those questions but here's what I do know from God's word I know how Paul's life ended and I know what his testimony was and Paul said these words right here he said at the end, at the end of his life after being struck down and thrown down with force over and over and over he said I have fought the good fight I have run the race I have kept the faith he went through so much, but he never gave up. And he had a testimony 
that he kept fighting and he kept running and he kept believing. And friend, it just reminds me today that when you're struck down with God's help, you can get back up. You listen to me, brother, sister, you can get back up, but you won't get back in your up in your strength because friend, I can't do it. Only God can do it. You can get back up in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. You can get up in the name of Jesus. Come on, brother. Get up in the name of Jesus. And, and I've been encouraged to get up, friend, and I've been encouraged to try to move forward, but I didn't know how, I didn't know what to do, and still don't. But all I know is I'm calling on the Lord. Lord, you're the one. Help me, please. Strengthen me, God. Give me the power, God, to keep going. That his grace is sufficient. And his power is made perfect in our weaknesses. So I encourage you, like Paul, you keep fighting, you keep running, you keep believing, and you will get up in the name of Jesus. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, if you were to keep reading, he says, our bodies are like these clay vessels, these fragile jars, and our bodies are weak, but we contain that power that's not of ourselves that comes from God. And he says, because you have that treasure inside of you, therefore do not lose heart. Do not lose heart. Because you, can, you can't do it. Only God can do it. One translation says uh, that we do not lose heart. And another translation says, we, so we do not give up. We do not give up. Somebody mentioned in our prayer time earlier, let me get real spiritual on y'all. We were having some powerful prayer time here in this room before the service. Lots of people praying. And uh, I wanted to give everybody a hug after we prayed. And then I got to my wife and I gave her a hug and a kiss. That's okay, you know that, right? Everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> Somebody said, you know what? You're just being real. And we do not live in wonderland. The life that we live is not wonderland. You can't put a filter on what we're going through in our life. You've heard me say it before. i say it again. We, we live in Realville. And in Realville, there's real pain. There, there's real discouragement. There, there's real hurts. There's real setbacks. There, there's a real enemy that tells you that it's over. There's a real enemy who tells you there's no hope. There's a real enemy that will strike you down, and he will tell you to stay down because if you get back up, it's going to be worse next time. I've heard that voice. The enemy will tell you that. A real enemy who's going to tell you that your passion is destroyed, your purpose is destroyed. How many of you know the devil is a liar? He's the father of lies. He is a liar. Amen. He is a liar. In fact, the Bible says that, that Jesus, listen, the Bible says, the word says, greater is he that is in me than he that's of the world. What does that mean? Here, here we go. Greater is he, the Lord, that is in me than he, the devil, that's of this world. In other words, Jesus is greater. Jesus is greater. He's greater than the, than the, uh, 
the thing that has hit you, he's greater than the throwdown. He's greater than the, than the issue that you're walking through right now. He's greater than the hurt that you're feeling. In fact, Jesus said in John 16, 33, he says, in this world, you're going to have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Proverbs. Proverbs 24, 16 says, for though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. Listen to me, my brother, my sister. With God's help, you will rise again because Jesus is greater. Our church will continue to go forward and we'll see God continue to do great things. Why? Because Jesus is greater. He's greater. And the key to not losing heart and the key to not staying down is to make sure that you focus on the Lord. Keep your faith in the Lord. Stay in the Word of God. That is your sword to fight with. I've had to make myself stay in the word because I couldn't even really focus on it. But stay in the word. Pray to the Lord. Keep praising the Lord and encourage one another daily. Come on, friend. Every single one of us need encouragement. Somebody needs to hear me today that if the enemy has struck you down, God is saying to you these words. <laughs> I love you. And I have not abandoned you. And I'm not done with you. He's telling somebody that today. He's saying to you that you need to, you need to get back up, but don't do it in your own strength because you're going to wear yourself out. You let me lift you up. My grace is there, sufficient for you. God is saying to you today, I'll pick you up and you'll keep running, you'll keep fighting all for the glory of God I'm aware of the enemy but I'm amazed at God I'm amazed at God I'm amazed at God a couple of days um, after Pastor Doug passed away um, I went over to visit Miss Ann for a little while, spent some time there with her, her, and she was, man, such a strong woman of God. And while I was there, she said she had something that she wanted to give me that belonged to Pastor Doug. And so she went into his study, and she came back out, and she came back out with this rock, this rock. Got a picture of it there. You can't really read what's uh, written on it, but he wrote these words on this rock. It's in Gedi, in Gedi. And the last time he went to Israel, he went to the cave of En Gedi where David was so discouraged and on the run for his life, he was in that cave and with those men. And at one point in time, they wanted to even take David's life. He was just so discouraged. And so uh, while he was there, Pastor Doug picked this rock up to remind him that when you get discouraged... There's a God who fights for you. And so she put this rock into my hand, and I saw the words in Getty on it, but when she put that rock into my hand, I'm just telling you right now, as sure as I'm standing here, the Holy Spirit imparted a greater faith deep in my soul as soon as that rock hit my hand. And we began to shout and praise the Lord right there in that home, even in the middle of the hit and even in the middle of the hurt. We began to praise and shout and give God glory. And the Lord reminded me when that rock hit my hand, 
I joked with somebody the other day. I said, when she gave it to me, it was this big. And I have just rubbed it and rubbed it. But that's not true. This is the rock. This is the size of it. You know, I hold on to it, and I think how many times he probably rubbed it praying, praying for you, praying for this church, praying for himself, praying for his family. But you know what? When that little rock, <laughs> when that little rock hit my hand, I knew deep down in my soul that I had been knocked down, but I was not destroyed. And I knew deep down that the mission was still on. <laughs> And friend, you're here today and you may feel like you've been knocked down, but God is reminding you that if you'll hold on to the rock, Christ Jesus, you will not be, you might get knocked down, but you're not going to be destroyed. The rock, Christ Jesus, is going to hold you up. He's a firm foundation for you to walk with, hold on to. And I would say to you right now, if you're going to survive any knockdown in your life, you better cling to the rock. You better cling to the rock, Jesus. You better cling to the rock. God help us to cling to the rock the Bible says in Psalm 18 too, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer my God my strength in whom I will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation he's my stronghold you need to be encouraged today church that the Lord our rock he's going to see us through He's going to see us through. Whatever situation that you're in right now that has struck you down, wherever you feel like God uh, or the enemy maybe has knocked you down, and listen, you're going, he's going to see you through. God is going to see you through, but you've got to hold on to the rock. You've got to hold on to the rock. Pastor Kevin, if you want to come, please, sir. Jesus, our rock, is always with us. Paul says, I've, been, I've, 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 been, I've not been abandoned by God. Jesus, our rock, is always with us. He's with us in the battles. He's with us in the fight. He's going to uphold you with his powerful right hand. And we need to remember that song that we sing, you know, on Christ, that solid rock which I stand, all else is sinking sand. Friend, you need to cling to the rock. And that's been my hope, and that's going to be your hope, is clinging to Jesus the rock of our salvation. You will get back up in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. Somebody, maybe you walked in this morning and you are struck down. May God impart faith into your life right now, deep into your soul, and remind you that the mission is still on for your life. Come on, you might have drifted away, you might have been hit, you might have been knocked sideways and you've lost focus, but God is saying today, I want to impart faith into you and the mission is still on. The mission is still on. Mount Olive First PH Church, the mission is still on. The mission is still on. God help us. God help us. The Bible says that we're to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us call to him the Bible says and he will answer Jeremiah 33 3 you know what I, I, you want to hear the powerful prayers I've been praying over the last few weeks Lord help me please bring peace 
Give strength, God. I want to remind you Jesus is our rock he was once down and I'm sure the enemy probably rejoiced when he was crucified and buried but God but God but God raised him from the dead raised him from the dead the devil is defeated death is defeated the grave is defeated our God is the God of the living hallelujah and we trust him today we trust him today and we're going to get back up because Jesus got up for us he got up for us oh can you say thank you Jesus let me ask you this morning what what has struck you down what has struck you down what do you feel like has struck you down to rob you of your peace to rob you of your joy to rob you of your passion what has struck you down is it sin Maybe sin has struck you down. For the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Friends, sin will strike you down with a force. Will separate you from God. And and you may be here this morning and you've never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. You've never asked for forgiveness of your sins. Friend, Jesus went to the cross the perfect Lamb of God without sin our substitute we deserved it He took our place He took your place so you could be saved and by faith if you'll repent of your sin and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior repent means you turn from sin and you turn to Christ and you follow Him listen to me follow Him follow him follow him means your life is going to be transformed and changed you're going to live different you're going to look different you're going to talk different follow him follow him and let him transform your life fill you with his love his grace his mercy follow him some of you have been struck down by the work of the enemy And you have been right there where I know I've been. Like there's no hope. But God can turn it around. He can do it today.